Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun. It's Monday morning. It is April 18th. Uh, April 18th for all you last-minute tax people. Get on it today. Get that thing done. And hopefully for yourself, you plan better next year not to leave this for the last minute. I remember years before doing the same thing, waiting until the final day. And I remember how much stress it used to create me. And that's something I've... I've made a decision that I don't want to feel any longer and got procrastination out of the way and, and took care of that. There's a um, obviously a neat phrase out there by Brian Tracy. He talks about, uh, he has this, this piece out there he calls eating the frog. And what he basically says is if the most distasteful thing you do in the morning is to eat the frog, a live frog, there's probably nothing worse you'll have to do the rest of the day. And that fits for all those tasks, those things we have to do out there, like our income taxes and file taxes and all that, whether we're having to write a check like I did this year or we're getting a refund or we're having a tough time figuring it out, whatever it is. The idea is if we get that baby done early, it, it motivates us to, to knock out some of the other things that we enjoy doing more. So that's a little piece right there. So uh, I hope you're doing well this morning. I hope you had a great week last week. Uh, you weren't so crazy about me doing strictly business concepts. And um, that's cool. I, I love hearing from you, and, and that's how it ought to be. It ought to be you getting exactly what it is you want to hear. So long as that's not something you're simply trying to avoid because you don't want to have to look at it. I'm going to trust that it's not and just trust that it was just something that, for the most part, you all want to continue hearing things that are are going to be far more general in nature and not just strictly business, that we can apply to all areas. So I want to talk about balance this week. Now, I, we all hear about, we all know that we must maintain balance in our lives. That we what that we must maintain balance in work, in play, in relationships, in self, in our health, exercise, diet, rest, in our uh, social endeavors, in the things that we have fun with, in our finances, in our businesses. We all know we have to maintain balance out there. We need to balance our time. We need to manage our time well. All right. Now, that's not what I'm going to be talking about today, but that doesn't make it unimportant. So typical time management or balance is taking a look at the day and going, okay, I have certain things I need to get done for my business or my work. Today, I, I know personally I'm going to be sending out some client letters. I will be sending out some emails to some groups that I'm working with to kind of update them and follow up with them with some work that we're doing. 
I've got some blog writing to do. I've got some curriculum writing to do. Um, I don't have to go out of my office today, so there's no outside appointments. Everything is really work in-house. And then, like I did this morning, I made sure to get some of my physical taken care of where I got up and I worked out this morning. My wife and I are doing the P90X, and we're in... Uh, we're starting week four here, and, and we're really into that. And so taking care of that, had a great breakfast, so took care of the physical this morning. Um, so so the point is we have things that we need to do in order to manage our time. That helps to create balance. Now, what I also know is that managing time is important, and I mentioned Brian Tracy earlier. He's he's like the guru in time management and and making sure that we follow through on our tasks and and create task lists and and plan and organize and all of that. He's about discipline, discipline, discipline. Great stuff. Great, great stuff. And it's important for us all. Not so many weeks ago, maybe it's been months now. It was about eight in the evening, and I had reserved some work that I was going to go and do that evening. And I remember saying to my wife, when the, when it got to be about 8 o'clock and, and I needed to sit down and take care of this, what I recall was me saying to her, I'm, I'm burned, I'm cooked, I'm spent. I have put so much energy out today, I don't have any energy to do this. And it dawned on me there, and then I even said the comment to her, I said, you know, I'm always saying I don't have enough time, but that's not really the truth. I do have time. What I lack and what I found I was lacking was enough energy. Time really is abundant if I plan my time well. If I make sure that I'm only doing what it is that's productive or serves me, then uh, and, I, and I stick to that, I can have all the time that I need. Now, I still wish I had more days of the week sometimes and wish I had more hours in the day sometimes. But but really, if I if I sit down and do what I intend on doing and I delegate properly and I'm, I'm using my time real efficiently, what I found is that for most of us, it's not that we're lacking time. It's that we're lacking energy. We are not good at managing our energy. I know I certainly haven't been. And I got a great book called The Power of Full Engagement. I'll get the author for you in a second. But The Power of Full Engagement talks about the way to fully engage in our life is to be able to manage our energy. And I'm sure many of you can relate to this, where we, we go, 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 and we actually are following a plan. We're, we're staying strict to it. We're, we're being disciplined. We're getting things done. And we find out that we, we just don't have the energy to be able to do all the things that we want to be able to do. And what I realized for myself was that I was in this major energy depletion, and I was not feeding myself energetically. Now, here's the, here's the key part. Now, I might have been taking care of, let's say, my physical where I was getting plenty of exercise, plenty of rest, plenty of food. And let's say that I'm, I'm managing my physical, where I've got that handled. The belief is, and according to the, the book, The Power of Full Engagement, the belief is that we also need to pay attention to our other energies. 
And he talks about four different energies. He talks about physical energy. That's the one we can relate to the most. Emotional energy, spiritual energy, and intellectual energy. And what he basically suggests, and I believe this to be true because I'm experiencing it, and that is when I am not taking care of all four of those energies, I'm in depletion and I'm compensating. And I'm running myself down because I'm not addressing all four of those energies. So, real quick example. And by the way, one thing I'm going to I'm going to give you an exercise for, and that is to identify the activities that feeds those different energies. So, so obviously, an, an activity that feeds my physical energy is working out, doing something good for the body, getting the oxygen going, working my core muscles, working the heart getting the lungs going, everything, and just and just fueling my body. The other thing that's a, another uh, physical energizing activity is eating good food. Another one would be actually taking time to sit and um, have a cup of tea and just kind of decompress a little bit. What's important is that we identify for ourselves energy-feeding activities in the intellectual Sitting down and reading a non-work book. In other words, not a book that's going to be on how to manage my time. A book that is read for pure enjoyment. Another intellectual activity that feeds my intellectual energy could be sitting down doing a Sudoku puzzle where I just break up from the whole writing of words and speaking of words and, and words, 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 and I want to shift my brain and go into, go into doing numbers which to me is wonderfully relaxing. Um, emotional energy. Um, emotional energy, uh, by the way, I get emotionally fed when I do exercise because it's, it's a way to kind of relieve stress. Another one is simply to just go for a walk. Uh, yes, there's a physical exercise component to it, but there's also that getting away from everything else and just going out and being in nature, and it's something that can feed that emotional part of me, which, by the way, that's an activity that also feeds me spiritually, where I just get one-on-one -on -one connection with me, and I go out there in the world, and I just have me time, where I connect to source, and I refuel myself spiritually. And I'm just giving you a few ideas, but the idea here is that all of us needs to identify what activities we can engage in that will refuel us physically, emotionally, spiritually, and intellectually. Now, the, where the, all this information comes from is study of world-class athletes. World-class athletes naturally work into their routine, point where they operate at extreme highs, they recover. And it's the recovery that is the key. That is where we feed ourselves emotionally, spiritually, physically, intellectually. It's during the recovery time that makes all the difference. So what happens, let's just say a football player. A football player, first of all, when you think about his whole season, a football player has six, seven months where they're playing football, and then they've got five to six months where they're re-energizing, where they're taking time off, they're getting back in the, the weight room, they're, they're starting to build their program up, they're, just, they're giving themselves a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual rest from the game, and they're refueling.
And then you take season. The season, if you break it down into they play hard one day, they always take a couple of days off, and then they begin the practice to start building up for that one very intense day. And then take the game itself. The game itself has its quarters, and there's an intermission where everyone gets a chance to regroup, take a breath, um, refuel, if you will. It's that resting period. And even between plays, where there's a play, they go hard, and then they do what they need to do to check their breathing, check their mental status, check their emotional status, and give themselves a little bit of break before they before that ball is, is hiked again. So what happens is athletes have learned that the only way to operate at high, high levels is to make sure that they do it in intervals, that they make sure they operate high for a while, they take a break, they rest, they recover. And the secret is in the recovery. So whether it's physical, emotional, intellectual, or spiritual, if we're not taking time to recover, we're setting ourselves up for burnout. So let me give you some simple examples on my day. So it used to be I would go, 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 talk, 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 work, 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 write, 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 plan, plan, plan. And then at the end of my day, I was beat. Eight o'clock come around, seven o'clock, sometimes even six o'clock, I'm exhausted. I've just, you know, got a flight in the morning, did some training, got to my hotel room, I planned work, and I'm wiped out because I've just given, 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 and I took no breaks, no recovery. So what I've learned to do now, if I take all this real serious, is I learn to go hard for periods of time and then schedule breaks. And what they basically say, and by the way, those of us that work, that have our own businesses, we are horrible about giving ourselves recovery time. We work hard, we we go, 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 and we don't take the necessary breaks to recover. So what I'm learning to do, and this is my offer to you, what I'm learning to do is schedule times where I just take breaks. And I don't let myself go more than 90 minutes, maybe 120 minutes, two hours. That's kind of pushing it. But if I go two hours, I make sure to give myself 15 to 30 minutes of downtime, recovery time. And it can look many, many different ways. It may be something physical where I just go out and get some fresh air and I go for a walk. It may be that I make myself a cup of tea and I go out my back patio, which I just love. I've got the view of the mountains and, and I've tiled it and it's just this wonderful environment where I just sit and decompress. It may be that I turn ESPN on and watch Jim Rome from 1.30 to 2 p.m. And by the way, I schedule at 1.32 p.m. and then I hit that off button and I turn it back off and go back to work. The idea is I give myself mental breaks, physical breaks emotional breaks, what am I missing right there, and spiritual breaks, recovery periods, so that I can maintain balance physically, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, or mentally. So my invitation for you this week is to take a look at where it is that you might be depleted energetically, energetically. Maybe you're taking great care of your physical. That's cool. But maybe you're not taking care of your mental, your emotional, or your spiritual. We all need to be balanced in those areas energetically. If we're depleting in any one of those, we're going to start breaking down. 
We're overcompensating, having successes in one area, but we're failing to recover and we're not getting the necessary recovery and we're burning out. And that also means that if part of my recovery is taking a week's vacation, like my wife and I did last month to Puerto Rico, that means that on that vacation, it's no work or it's minimal scheduled work where I hold myself to an hour or two hours and then no more. Now, I'm a big fan of no work, by the way, which on this last trip I struggled with, but I actually did I did it. I actually put aside and did not do work for that week. I had things set up. I had systems in place. People were going to be just fine until I got back. I let them know when they would be able to reach me. All the systems in place so that I was able to recover. Because I was coming back, and, and right now I'm in the midst of some kind of insane work. I mean, I, we're busy. I'm writing a lot of curriculum. We're getting ready to launch a lot of programs, and and we're going to be damn busy for some months. So it was absolutely important when we took that week off, my wife and I, that I absolutely recovered all of my energies because I was going to need a lot of that energy coming back to really dive into this. So the invitation this week is, so it's not balancing our time, which is traditional, which, by the way, don't abandon. It's still important that we balance our time. What we're talking about this week is balancing our energies, that when we go for sprints or somewhat shorter, medium, long-distance runs, that we always make sure that we've got recovery time in there. The recovery is going to be the secret to you being able to produce more, think more, emote more, and have a greater connection. It will increase your productivity. That I promise you. I have experienced a bunch of it in my life. By bothering and daring to let it be okay to take breaks during the day, recovery breaks that are about just fully re-energizing myself. So the invitation this week is a couple of things. First of all, just recognize you're out of energy balance. Now, if you say you're not and you're being honest with yourself and you're already good about doing this, hooray. Most of us are not. We go, 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 but we do not recover, recover, recover. So what I want you to do is identify for yourself and just make a list. Break it down, emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, or intellectual. And identify activities that feed those areas of your life, those energies. And one activity may actually have dual purpose. Like I said, when I go for a run, when I exercise, it's, it helps the mental, gives it a break. It definitely helps the emotional and, of course, the physical. Um, when, I, when I sit down and just read a book especially one that I love that that feeds me spiritually, it's also shifting my brain where I'm not in my regular work mode, so I'm getting a mental break. I'm getting a spiritual break because I'm getting to revisit parts of me that are real important and I love thinking about. So it's important that we identify activities, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be something very, very simple. Maybe for you, it's sitting down just reading a fashion magazine taking 15 minutes and just taking a break. Every 90 minutes to 120 minutes, put in your schedule, you know, that you're taking a 15 to 30-minute break, and you're going to do something that refuels you in one of those areas. 
you will have more energy, and when you have more energy, you're going to be more productive. It's going to help you to stay better focused on what it is that you are working on. And then when you when you start experiencing some successes and some accomplishments and you're not full out exhausted and you, you feel like you've got some energy, you didn't kill yourself doing this, it's going to help you to be more productive the next day. So this week is about balance in life and in work, and it's mostly about balance of energy, maintaining your energy balance. So the first step is to recognize you need balance and energy, that you don't have all the energy you'd like to have. And then the other is identify the activities that you can do that will help boost those energies. And then if you have to schedule in, in your, in your I almost said Palm Pilot, that was the old days, in your BlackBerry and your, and your Outlook, if you need to schedule time in there where you just take time off, do it. Put little electronic reminders, goes bing, it's time to take a break. Do it. It will serve you well. And I would love hearing from you. Uh, write me. Um, come on the show next week and just write some kind of uh, little blast right here in the little chat box. Send me an email. I would love to hear from you. My email address is rob, R-O-B-B, theleadershipsource.com. I would love to hear your comments and tell me how those things are working for you, okay? So thank you for joining me for Monday Leading Life Large. Again, this is your opportunity to take a look at certain aspects of your life that you may not be living full on. And that's my job every Monday morning is to bring those to you and just remind you of the things that you may not be doing or maybe I'm even reinforcing what you are doing well that you want to continue doing. If you get value from this and you think others in your circles would get value, please pass it along to them. It's no cost to you. It's something that's my giveaway that I'm going to continue to do every single Monday morning is to give you a dose of taking a look at where you can be picking your game up in your life. And it's my great pleasure to do that. I want to say thank you again for all of you that have, uh, whether you tune in live or you make sure to download the podcast later on. I'm thrilled that you've taken an interest in what I have to offer you. It tells me you're getting something out of it. And my hope is that some real change is happening for you in your life. So thanks again. Stay tuned next Monday when we when we come back in. But in the meantime, have a fantastic week. Make it a point to acknowledge that you could use some more energy. Take a look at where you're not in energy balance and start identifying and scheduling those activities that are going to feed you more energy. With that, remember tomorrow is not promised, so get started today. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye now.